You buy stuff on Amazon, right? Actually, yeah, tons. But it doesn't help me anyway because you're the other side of my brain. And Amazon knows that, yeah. Yeah. So what can we do to get other people to go to the Amazon button at skmorton.com? Pester them. Good idea. Let's do that. Hey, 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 you, over here. I want you to go to skmorton.com, click on the Amazon button. What happens is you buy whatever you buy. It doesn't cost you any more. Yeah, but it costs more. <laughs> That's how they get you. <laughs> they give us a kickback from whatever the, the throng has spent, and then we're able to- uh, Buy stuff on Amazon? <laughs> well, if it's cheap. So really, what do they need to do? Instead of going straight to Amazon, go to SK Morton first. <laughs> Click the Amazon button, then it Shopping. takes you to Amazon. You shop on Amazon. It actually doesn't cost anymore. And That's then uh, we wet our beak. All right, no. sounds good. Go do that. The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. You can't disprove that what we say didn't not happen. Tonight, SK welcomes Lance Armstrong, Stephen Glass, Aldrich Ames, and James Fry reads from his unauthorized autobiography. And now, he fibs so much at this point his pants are just soot. S.K. Morton. And then there's clapping, and then we're all good. All right, so that's it. It would have been, I feel bad. I feel you should have had more energy. Oh, there should no, have been more energy was, coming to you. That was phenomenal. All right. Are you away from the microphone because you want to eat? Is that what's happening? Yes. Okay. Well, then why don't we do this? <laughs> we're going to go around the horn, around the horn, Mr. Christian. Greetings, adoring throng. Welcome to S.K. Morton's Lousy San Francisco podcast and another night in the bomb shelter. Uh, we are welcoming our senior member of the team and set. What's wrong? <laughs> virgin lemonade. What is that? <laughs> it means it's like virgin olive oil. It's never slept it's with a man. It's pure. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's got a chastity I lemon. Have to have virgin <laughs> lemonade. Good grief. <sighs> it's good. It's Paul Newman. You love Paul Newman. I do. Paul Newman is a dreamy. Fine, I understand. A fine man. I'm just he looking for my Paul Newman. Beautiful man. Here's the thing. Ever. That's all I ever hear. He's her favorite. He's my favorite, too. He was, oh, my God. Isn't he the best? He oh, is. I just swoon. Paul Newman Paul and um, Newman. Chris Hemsworth. And oh, boy. Here life we go. is good. Okay. <laughs> Paul, just Paul Newman. All right. So here we do. We're introducing the people. First one, he's not here. It Senior member like of the team, sound Lane. engineer of Utmost Out of Quitchland, Squidge McSqueezy. Uh, okay. Our co-host. Our. What's wrong? This virgin lemonade. It's missing something. Okay. It's we have a professional a comedian here, and we're trying to avoid that type Va- of humor. Vodka? Oh, that's right. No, yes. I, that's, I'm, not, no I'm not being inappropriate. I'm just saying that I think it's missing a high fructose corn syrup. You can taste that it doesn't have high fructose corn it syrup. It does not. Or it's missing artificial flavors and preservatives. That's what it's missing. That's right. <laughs> Everybody, please welcome. Me. Again. <laughs> Me. Babette. Okay, now here's what we want to get to. Yes. Because I feel bad. Why? Well, I feel like we got you here on false pretenses. Yeah. 
What are those pretenses, well, SK? You know, I say, you know, I said, come by. You can tell us about the campaign you're doing to help the people in the fires. Uh-huh. And then Mean Dave went on Facebook and said, oh, yeah, I had a blast. You should totally go. Yeah, that's right. Well, the reason, real reason why you're here is I just wanted to take 90 minutes of your time to tell you about an exciting opportunity that can transform your life. Have you ever heard of Herbalife? <laughs> Does it? What no? Okay, well, the, why don't we just welcome our guest tonight, okay. <laughs> local comedian? Please welcome Samantha Gilwhite. Yeah. Yay! So you Here's haven't heard of Herbalife. <laughs> so we have you in the bomb shelter here tonight. We're very happy to have you. Thank you. I'm very. There, we have happy a lot more in here. common than I had originally thought. I got really excited coming into this well-stocked uh, bomb shelter. By the way, because yeah. there are some excellent reads on the shelf. I am quite the history buff. So. What do you like? Um, well, honestly, the only one you and I both own is don't know much about history. <laughs> oh, really? You have that one too? I have that one too. I was, I mean, maybe I have some of these other ones. I actually just got rid of a bunch of my books, but I, uh, but I really enjoy, uh, an American lion. I, is that, that's one that I really want to read. I just finished Theodore Roosevelt's, uh, Oh yeah. Uh, well, I got, I, I do these kind of crazy things in the spur of the moment and I got really obsessed with Theodore Roosevelt and I, I like, it was kind of a hypomanic moment and I just recently joined the bull moose party. So <laughs> don't Did, ask. It was, uh, <laughs> is that still exist? Well, kind of, it's like me. Did you just start the bull moose no, party? No, they had 410 likes on Facebook. So, you know, it was, get was growing. <laughs> There's the momentum there. <laughs> it's, I think it's just this one guy in Santa Monica <laughs> who's like the surfer bro, like from a what I can tell from the campaign ads because he does the voiceovers and they're like you know what's like totally wrong <laughs> and it's just the goofiest kind of voice but I totally just yeah it was like sure I'm bull moose now because I like I like Theodore Roosevelt really I do you so like you, him too don't yeah, you yeah I do but I'm a warmonger Okay. <laughs> so true. not really. I'm a, see. I'm a super peace loving hippie, but I like I like uh, progressivism in the sense of balance. I'm a big yeah. Well, he was the antitrust. Yes. Um, you couldn't trust him at all. <laughs> no, he was. There was another book, and I have it on my Amazon wish list. Him and a couple of the um, industrial magnates. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mar- it's not marching toward war. I can't remember what it's called, but he's he's got the good and the bad yeah. with Teddy Roosevelt. He contributed oh, every... to World War One starting. Yeah, but Germans. <laughs> anyway, um, also, but the John Muir thing and the conservationist yeah. and uh, and he was, I mean, when you have the presidential knife fights, he's yeah. always in the top five. He was just kind of an all around, you know. He was bully. He was a, he was the man. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I think he had some real negatives. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time. When you read kind of the, I, I feel like I don't believe that one team has all the good ideas. I think mm-hmm. people who think that binary are are foolish. I, I think that's like, to, to, so I, I like the idea that like, for example, you know, we're here to talk about fire relief. One of the things I love about Sonoma County and why I was so passionate about raising money to help it is that I, when I, I loved living out there because everybody had to get along for the most part, like we all, because there's fewer of us out there it wasn't like san francisco where you have eight hundred thirty thousand people to hang out with it's like you have a lot fewer people so like one time a pig of mine got out and was on the news <laughs> it was like i had this pig that ran away and I, I actually was driving and i heard like somebody spot a red a red looking pig by you know running on the side of highway 101 or something i was like oh that's a dumb pig owner my pigs are all fine 
And then, <laughs> and then my my neighbor went and got my pig for me and like brought it back to my house and helped me out so many times. And like I know uh, the only black people in Cloverdale. I'm very close friends with the only black people in Cloverdale. You hear that? She's got friends who I are black. Do, I do. And they. And you are so racist. But why? Why am I friends with them? It's because that's I, a good question. Because my, why are you? We we bought a meat slicer off this guy Chef Skip off of Craigslist, and he was just like, "Well, we're friends for life now. That's how we. That's how you do." And so now again, I have so many weird. I have so, it, it is diverse. Like I, I think about all the friends I have up there. I have like Hispanic friends i have vietnamese friends i have two different sets of vietnamese friends i mean it's not like pokemon gotta collect them all but like (laughs) but i like i hung out in san francisco for years and all my friends were white for the most part and then i move out to country and i'm actually hanging out no it isn't no it isn't because san francisco is not as diverse and open-minded as i want to say our our group of friends is diverse yeah that's because we're all lunatics. But have you guys been living here for a long time, or have I was born here? You were born here, so yeah, yeah it would make sense. And no, I haven't been living here the whole time. Okay, but we'll yeah, she's from you. Texas. We'll I I like her one, and uh, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> like where I was th- going. Yeah, <laughs> everyone loves you, sweetheart. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, I had grape in my mouth when I said that's that. Gross. But but yeah, that's why I think Sonoma County is so special is just that 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 I when I and I did this at a comedy show. I did a comedy show on a Tuesday. And I said this to the audience. I was like, just think about all how many weird friends you have. And everybody just started cracking up because all of us have that yeah. guy named Jeff who just has a backhoe and decided to create a water slide in his backyard. <laughs> it's an awesome place. I love Jeff. Jeff is the best. <laughs> Jeff collected so many vehicles. We would just go d- drink and drive tractors around. I mean, it's dangerous, but it was fun. If you must drink <laughs> and drive, good, drive a tractor. Fun. We were just having good, clean fun, you know, like, and we were, ha- and it was, it was lovely. And Until I, they ran over that blind guy. Yeah, <laughs> Vietnamese blind guy. Well, that's the only one to do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm stepping all over your thing, but no, I thought, no, did no. you mention the fires and the the Sonoma Strong, North Bay Strong, the whole thing? Why don't we just jump right into that? Sure, go for it. Okay. Boris, Boris, <laughs> the moose and the squirrel. Yeah. I like her. Boris. Okay, Natasha, so, Boris. So here we are. There's this. The San Francisco comedy people. Uh-huh. And so that's how we had our Facebook thing connection. It was kind of just a, we're all in the whole big globule. Yeah. And so I've seen your stuff you've posted before, and I noticed recently with the fires going on, you were doing something about it. So that's when I contacted you. Yeah. It was very not thought out, very <laughs> spur of the moment, very gut just from the gut because um, it's the thing I've never been so involved in something so close to home I mean mm-hmm. a lot of things happen in the world and we're mm-hmm. sitting on our butts and yeah. like eating Doritos and going like should I give five dollars to Puerto Rico sure you know and she's and got Puerto kinda, Rican friends and that's I do have my friend Luigi Diaz shout out uh, but he and he's been raising money for Puerto Rico but but it was it was I I was actually in humble when the fire started. My ex, we just call him Baby Daddy. Baby Daddy lives in Healdsburg, which is in Sonoma County, and uh, his new baby mama. It's a whole. I could draw you a chart after the show. Um, hey, that's what you do on the on the I, thing here. Oh, I should yeah. do that. That'd be a little family tr- like tree. It's more like a bush. Like it's just got <laughs> lots of branches, uh, all originating from him, by the way. But. Uh, <laughs> 
and she drove my daughter she saw the start of the fire before the first responders were there she saw the transformers by a fire and like oh, wow. yeah and then she drove my daughter through those fi- that fire and i i so i've been humbled i'm getting ready to drive down and then i'm realizing the gravity of the situation because i grew up in fire country i'm from san diego originally i grew up out in the rural areas and I, my mom's friends hu- best friend's husband died going back to get his wedding oh. photos uh, wow. because of fires my dad was a volunteer firefighter where did you live in uh, outside of san diego near escondido in an area called quest haven it's called oh, okay. elfin forest is that near valley center at all it's not far from valley center yeah near san marcos and valley Wait, center it's not far elfin forest is a real place yes it is i thought that was i saw that on your your profile no, i thought you were a, just making a it's joke. a rural it's a rural community in san diego that uh we i live next to llamas and uh like 20 llamas shout out nona um did were any of them named dolly no, one was no. named Rocky and was a big old bully. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he liked to spit. I was gonna say um, they spit. They, they do have really spit. pretty eyes. Yeah, Long not eyelashes. this, not this llama. That's he, just like Paul Newman. He used to spit up a storm, but he had beautiful don't eyes. Talk about I would. Him. Don't. I will take that spit and uh, and save it because um, <laughs> it'll cure something. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm sorry, I derailed you. No, no, you're talking fine. about all the horrible things that have happened I, in your life. I was talking about something deep and profound, um, <laughs> but you grew up in in fire country. In fire country. Um, I've, I've been, I, I, I moved around a lot, but I did spend significant portions of my life there. And, uh, and so I'm realizing the gravity of the situation and that my daughter, finally, I find out that she's okay. But then I can start contacting my other friends. And normally I would like, just was assuming like, they were like, Oh yeah, it's okay. You know, you're not expecting people to be like my house just burned right. down. And that's what I was getting <laughs> was like, our my mom's house burned down. Um, I had, uh, there, there's multitudes of people that were affected by this. And I had so many friends evacuate. And then there's a bar in Petaluma called Jameson's Roaring Donkey. And Brian, who's one of the co-owners of that bar, were friends on Facebook. And he kept doing shouts out like, we need supplies. This is a serious thing. And so I just got in my car and, and I was just planning on bringing up blankets and stuff. But then all of a sudden I realized, oh, no, they need like things bought at the store like they don't need just my old shoes like they need supplies (laughs) like and i don't i don't have enough money personally to do it but i went and i just put like 600 dollars on a credit card and so i originally just did this shout out to like because it's your friends that it's happening to it's your people like it's your community i would do anything for the people i love you know like it's like it's like going to target and buying stuff is not the hardest thing in the world to do but i just realized i needed to pay (laughs) that money i was like oh my god i don't have the money to do that so i put a little shout out just like hey if you can't donate your blankets or whatever and you and you are just like unable to find me and you want to do something you could just venmo me some money like five bucks and i will it's like you're contributing you know and i and i did i did the shout out as i was making the purchase that like i like it was happening at the same time so i kind of didn't know what was going to happen and then all of a sudden i got five hundred dollars from people to pay for this six hundred dollar thing and i was like oh my god that's incredible like you know and then i just kept getting and then i went to the roaring donkey and i took photos of where that because i promised them i would show them re- the receipts and i would and I would show them where the money would go. So I took photos of everything and I was just posting it on Facebook. So it was super transparent, like pictures of the receipt, pictures of the account. And then I said, I'd write your name on my body. And I just grabbed Sharpie and started writing the names of the people on my body. 
Uh, you can see some on my wrist here. Oh, wow. So I started oh, writing names. I got to fill in again some more. Now, this but, has been going on for like a week, yeah, right? Yeah, this is my my whole body is actually, I have, I could, I could show it. My whole body's covered in names. Um, and so you uh, haven't showered in a week? Is that No, I have been showering and okay. reapplying. And since oh, then, I, I've switched oh. from Sharpie to an ex- excellent eyeliner. Shout out to Stila. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I went to a makeup store and was like, I don't want to die from Sharpies. So <laughs> what will not come out? And the girl immediately like snapped her finger was like i know just the thing <laughs> and like they were so helpful so uh so i have now just used this like really and i just reapply it and That's i just did some work but I, it was so spur of the moment and it was so weird that it kind of caught on amongst my friends because one we're comedians and we're selfish and we love to see our name on things so it was like <laughs> oh what's it the works. lineup like my body's like a, a, a like a open mic list yeah. of comedians <laughs> right now you know what that could be your next thing you could do a benefit yeah. And put them in the order that they're going down each other. Tonight well, we're doing the left arm. <laughs> yeah, some of these people are like 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 my grandmother. No, my grandmother, but like you know, like my uh my cousin is one of these people, you know, like some well, non- She's probably got a good so, five minutes on buggy. I whips. should just make them do comedy. That's yeah. an, that's an excellent idea. Yeah. I really like that. I mean Don't a lot of it the majority rates? of it was comedians though. I mean the majority and friends of mine, childhood friends of mine. But it was I thought it was so and everybody and I was kind of nervous doing it because all of a sudden I'm getting all this money and I'm like oh my gosh but the the only thing I could think was I'm just going to be as transparent and I was like I have the receipts on me if you see me and want to look and see what I've been doing I will show you so then when it got really crazy is when after I delivered the first thing of supplies uh, I asked my friend Juan Carlos who's a comedian up in the North Bay shout out Juan Carlos Irish guy yes Um, (laughs) he said oh go to the police station (laughs) I was like, well, who needs help? And he's like, well, honestly, like some of these first responders haven't had a good meal in a while. And I was like, oh, okay. My baby daddy is a chef and he has a farmer's market. He specifically does pop-up tent style food. But we bought about $550 worth of food and fed like 150 first responders. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, who had been just eating granola bars for 40 hours. And my ex, who has 40 wines. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, that's... He, yeah, we, we, we can... It's all in my... Com- he has 40 DUIs. Oh, he was like, "You want me to go to the police?" And so then, <laughs> like, it might help you. Out. I was like, "This is how you can pay back your debt to society That's over right. the year." You know, I mean, he's still an idiot. Don't get me wrong. Even though he's, you know, we actually have a pretty good relationship. Maybe this considering- will help him reform. No, there's no fixing him. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, there's absolutely no. He did this because I forced him to do it because he owes me money. But he, but it will be good for him. Did you write his name on you? Uh, Absolutely not. Never. He's not on my body ever again. (laughs) Three letters on the towels are enough. Yeah. Nope. Never. Never again. (laughs) That guy. But we did like hamburgers and these loaded grilled cheeses. We did sweet potato fries, yam fries. We did uh, salads, vegetable hash with eggs and bacon, and Ooh, like that sounds good. it was. It's my he's can cook. There's a reason we have a child together, and <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but that's the only reason is he makes good kids and good food. But um, and he's that's the only two things he's really that good at. But um, but it was cool. And then and then I posted that like, hey guys, your money 
paid for this. And everyone was like, that's so cool. We didn't have to do anything really. And we're looking at it. And then we went and bought tea for shelters. And we, and then we bought some Spanish language books and gifts uh, cards for these gift baggies for migrant farm workers. So I've just been kind of running errands and people, I'm just being a mom, like the comedy mom for good. Like they're all giving me the money and I'm just running the errands is basically what it is. But it equals something really like cool where we're all kind of in it together. And I always am like, we're doing this together because it's not just me. I wouldn't be able to do it without them. And uh, and then I get to do this goofy thing. I like doing jokes. I like doing goofy stuff. You know, this is goofy. This is fun. And the fundraiser's over tomorrow, but we already met our goal. We raised over $5,000. That's so great. We raised, I raised $5,000 in a week from comedians, which I think is like... We don't That's probably something. have a lot of money. Uh, who d- a lot of them don't and honestly it was it was some donated larger amounts and some donated five dollars but honestly even the people who just were in- had encouraging words like even saying like oh sam like go like uh, awesome you know and then when they're in a better situation the next time somebody has something they'll pitch in mm-hmm. and i really love this idea that when you're feeling depressed or sad and in your own head the one way to get out of it is to do something for someone else immediately. And it, it like to, because a lot of the times your sadness is, is very much just you focusing on yourself. And if all of a sudden you're like, oh, I haven't called my mom in a while. Why don't I do that? Just the act of doing that will make you feel happier. And that's how I felt because I was going through a depressive phase and like, I don't want to be like, yay, the fire. Cause I got rid of my depression. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like this, like was a, a wonderful symbiotic byproduct of doing this, you Absolutely. know, it was like, Oh, my happiness increased and other people's happiness increased. It's not, it doesn't have to be lose, lose all the time. That's you know? great. That's very Or good. even win, lose. Or even win, lose. It could be win, win. We could have sharks and cleaner fishes all the time. It's addictive. Yeah, but it is. I want a big car. <laughs> Then so. get a Honda CRV because that's my ride. <laughs> and oh my God, I got I, it's my dream vehicle. It, ugh, it's I had one. I had a 1999 one. I loved it. That's the first car I ever had. Uh, yeah. yeah. I loved it. I like that body style better. Yeah, the older body style. Yeah, it had more room and more more visibility it had the picnic table <gasps> you remember the, the picnic table, table. table. wasn't that thing? that was the best they part. made a car with a picnic table was, and, and i that. used it a lot i used it all the time i'm that. so mad I was just that they telling don't about that the other day the picnic i know table. i know because you guys like to have picnics yes we do. i love having a picnic yes i know i know you do <laughs> i'm eating a grape sorry I know, she's, it looks like you're throwing up a little I know, bit you're but like, i want to eat a grape have a grape we we've got time you can enjoy a grape just the one yeah. Boy, you got all this good vibes going and everything. And yeah. I did have a question that might be a little downy. Um, yeah. I went to high school in Petaluma. Oh, no way. And uh, my mom still lives up there. We were scheduled to go up that weekend, last weekend, to visit her. But they said, don't come up. There's smoke. And they actually had some evacuees staying with them at their house. <laughs> so they said, you know, it's probably better that you not come up. So we haven't seen what it looks like up I have. There. Remember, oh. I was up there Monday. All right. Samantha, we don't need you any longer. You can <laughs> I mean, Let's I, find out I don't what, know. You might have seen more. Oh, okay. I saw. Um, did you go up to Santa Rosa? No, I was in Sonoma and in Napa. Oh. Also, did you see the damage off the one one twenty one? Yeah, okay. I did. And yeah. on Old Sonoma Highway and on Napa. My oldest I haven't son seen that lives damage off of one twenty one. Really? Yeah, I was picking. Yeah. I was dropping them off because they came. They flew in from the Philippines, and I picked them up from yeah. the airport and had to drive them up to Napa. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You did see. And that. then I stopped over in Sonoma to visit our friends that live in Sonoma, which yeah. is a fun little story there. So <laughs> they're they're on their it's their first year anniversary. They went to the Philippines for a trip, and it happens. And now we're sitting around going, "Do we tell them what's up?" Because 
you know, they had the fires on both sides. The Atlas fire on one side, and then the other one it was coming in, you know, coming down into the middle of the town. The tubs. Then the nuns. You know, the tubs is up in. And then the nuns yeah. fire. So nuns. it's coming in, and their house is on evacuation notice. And I'm watching every day. I'm watching. Do we tell them? Do we tell them? He does video and weddings. And, like, there could be someone's wedding on the, the stuff there in the house. Uh, but I, I don't have a key to the house. Do we break in? Should I tell them? Should I ask them? No. Are they going to be pan Because they were there for a week and a half in the Philippines. You know, they had another week to go when it started. And then he has these cryptic messages back to us. He says, hey, Dad, we're doing fine. Can you pick us up at such and such a time? But just so you know, we're going to be too busy. We just want to we just want to go right to sleep when we get home. We can't really entertain you guys. And, and it's his, you know, you can't tell because yeah. it's all emailing. And I'm like, it sounds like he doesn't know anything that's going on. <laughs> Turns out they had been following it from the beginning. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. And since everything goes well for him. Then it was fine. Yeah. And they actually had, someone had a key to their place and was taking care of oh someone's already place. taking care of it okay. that's yeah. so funny I'm, I'm out of the loop when your when your little girl grows up you'll be out of the loop yeah oh i yeah i'm already out of so we, many loops we, we were forgotten during the wedding pictures they had to come back and get us <laughs> anyway uh, so tell us about the uh, horrific sights well i mean I saw just where I used to live, and it was right up near Luther Burbank. Um, oh, yeah. Center for the Arts. And they're one of my favorite wine bars, Willie's Wine Bar. And it was and it was such an awesome... It's a, it was my favorite restaurant, like legitimately one of my favorite restaurants, and that burned down. And you just think about all the memories there and like all the people that I met there and friends. and, and the, But also very close to where I used to live. And near where my daughter was born, like all of that burned. And it was. Where did you live in Sonoma County? Well, I lived in two different areas. I lived in Windsor, and then I lived across in Santa Rosa, northern Santa Rosa, Mark West Springs area. Oh. So that's where I was living. Was your daughter born at the Kaiser up there? No, we she, we we were gonna go to the birthing center because I didn't want to do the hospital thing, but I also our house was gross, and I didn't want to do a home birth and. <laughs> So I did mostly a home birth, actually. My friend had her kid at that birthing center. Oh, really? Well, I we arrived at 8 o'clock in the morning, and my daughter was born at 8.06. So I spent six minutes laboring there. You were in labor for six minutes? No, I was in labor at home at my gross house for five hours. Yeah. And then I spent six minutes. You could have used that time to maybe clean up. I know. You'd think, <laughs> I was in a lot of pain. It's very... Why I didn't know baby daddy clean Whatever. Up. You all say that. Oh, my God. You don't want to... My baby daddy was going... <laughs> to bed right when I started going into labor so he wasn't very helpful but then finally the baby started coming out and I said look can we go now because the head and then he was like oh my god and then we got in the car oh so, no yeah that was, and then that's why the baby was almost born in the car and then the midwife was actually in the parking lot like ready to go in case the baby had to be born in the parking lot but I like squeezed and I was like no get me to the door <laughs> and then this because then she'll be American yeah, <laughs> and the this woman dropped the keys. She's a lovely little old lady, but she dropped the keys like right as she's trying to get them into the door, and she's like, "Oh no!" And I'm like, "Ah!" Like I'm gonna have this kid in this garden, and then we get and I like flop on the bed and just push the kid out like a cowgirl, and uh, <laughs> and it was yeah, it was a very slapdash. Such a beautiful experience. It was very <laughs> empowering, though. I have to say, it was one of the cooler things because I did that alone i've labored for five hours by myself no, no epidural Nobody no, drugs. no drugs no epidural no help <laughs> i'm sensing you have a problem with the child's father 
Mm, well, it's in a lot of my stand up. Yeah. But I've watched it so many It's of mostly. He, uh, yeah, he did a terrible thing. He's just as terrible. Was terrible. I mean, he is still is kind of always terrible. He's kind of, but, but yeah, at the time it was all, he left me for another person uh, like five weeks after having the kids. Isn't so she was, like, heiress to the, me. to a ketchup fortune or something? No, applesauce. Oh, applesauce. Applesauce making family. Oh, um, is her last name Morton? No, I'm not going to give her last name out, but she's, well, you know. Well, clearly going to have to go through all the applesauce the, the Nana Mays is that Nana Mays is the applesauce. I mean, I do say that. So that was awful, but but it all happened in Sonoma County and was crazy because actually he met the this young applesauce girl, applesauce lady. <laughs> she, they met at the heirloom festival at the fairgrounds in Santa Rosa, and I, for years it hurt me to drive past that because it was always like this betrayal. And then on Monday I went; it was one of the shelters, and I wanted um. to see how the shelters looked. So I visited three different shelters and one of them was at the fairgrounds and that was the one where they needed tea and it felt so good to do something good there. And it was like really healing. It was weird. It was like healing for me. Like I wasn't mad at that place anymore, you know, and like like to know that like I'm safe and happy and healthy and and these people might not have a home anymore. Yeah. You know, there were tents like and, and like just like fields of tents. Like really, was, there's tents. There was tents at the oh, fairgrounds. Wow. Yeah, there was like a lot of tents, not just a few, like a bunch. But everybody was so kind. And like when I went to go get the tea at the grocery store, Oliver's Market, the best grocery store in the whole world. Um, Are you shouting out? I am. The Oliver's Market. I wonder if the Oliver's burned down because all there was an Oliver's near Fountain Grove, um, which was a neighborhood that burned down, but. I helped build Fountain Grove. No way. Yeah, no yeah. way. Back in the 80s. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Were you two or something? <laughs> <laughs> no. See, here's the thing. My whole life, I've wanted respect, and I don't. I look so good and so young <laughs> that I never get the it's respect. It's such a pity. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have any gray. You just yeah, got to sit out in the I sun do. a little bit more. Yeah. No. Yeah. no I don't. And you want to sit out in the sun, dear? I do not. <laughs> the sun is evil we all know the sun is evil and that's why the fog is beautiful i love the fog yes i do not the I, fog made me fall Texas. today this is a very much the a fog make me fall she's today from tatooine <laughs> and i am from of the Andor. other one no the one with that natalie portman's from oh i don't remember that wasn't one wasn't she in a cult out on down in jenner really could oh the yes yeah, she was was she born in a cult I think now, it was like, either her or maybe it was Winona the other one, Ryder. Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder right. was born in a cult. She went to Petaluma High School. Really? Yeah. yeah. That I have a, I have a friend who was born in a cult, too, uh, one of the Haight-Ashbury cults. So, oh. Yeah. I have actually a show coming up soon. We're going to go over the top 10 cults <gasps> in San is Francisco. The, is the family on there? The family's on there. Yeah, I know somebody who was in the family. You should have them She's on a comedian. podcast. <laughs> All right. But, okay, so let's do this. I know you want to talk about your disaster. I don't have to. Our friend, um, I won't say his name, but we had a friend and his family. They had to escape. I mean, the fire was, yeah, yeah. it was like they was chasing them, obviously. And so they went down to the Hilton and they were going to stay there. And one of the kids was like, Mommy, I don't think this is a good idea. I think we should keep going. So the mom and the kids and the grandparents kept going. And then the dad went back up for two hours. He kept going back up rescuing helping his neighbors get out and bringing them back down and going oh back goodness. up for two hours and so she was worried about him because she didn't know right. he thought he was only gone for 45 minutes he didn't know he was gone for two hours oh rescuing people so that was an act of bravery i forgot to tell you about that yeah you didn't tell me about that no. yeah, yeah that's incredible i grew up with him and uh he was kind of a jerk growing up so uh, <laughs> it's good to see that he's turned things around uh, <laughs> well uh the the cause 
Mm-hmm. Was, it's been been in, now when it first started. Now I wasn't up there, um, but my brother is up there now, and he was saying it really was windy. Mm-hmm. And um, it was windy here. I, I didn't notice. Yeah, because you were sleeping. I woke up Sunday oh, morning right. at midnight as I smelled the smoke. He didn't smell the smoke because he wears a CPAP machine and he can sleep because through I'm anything. Fat. He can sleep through anything. And it woke me up and I went outside and it was super windy mm-hmm. and there was ash flying everywhere. And I thought that something in our neighborhood was on fire. So I called 911 like so many other people after five minutes. They answered the phone. They said, ma'am, are you calling about this the smoke? And I said, yes. They said, those are fires from Napa. And I was like, fires and smoke? ash all the way from napa and it only had been burning for two hours yeah so that's how fa- that's how f- fast the wind blew everything in. it was yeah. it was, it a was really, really windy it was like the worst condition well also we had one a, a record wet year too so mm-hmm. we had such a wet rainy year which is fantastic for our water supply terrible like with overgrowth of vegetation and uh so it was just a tinderbox waiting to happen. When I first heard the news, I didn't know what. I grew up in an area where a lot of fires are caused by arsonists. Mm-hmm. So that was my immediate reaction. That was my it's, thought too. Was because also it started in so many different locations. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe it was like a multiple arson. But we still don't know the exact that's, cause. That's very true. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about. Because the, I was thinking, too, how could another spot here, another spot there? That was my first thought it was arson. But then they started making the reports that there was cables down and arcing. Now the you said your sister or the the new baby mama yeah Miss Miss Applesauce yeah well she no 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 she, this, this oh, is this a different. different oh yeah he's moved on now oh yeah no oh, I wow. like I like the new girl? he broke up with oh yeah is it Applesauce. possible he was kicked out of the Applesauce family no it was a very they they had an awful end to their relationship mm. which made me I had a little Schadenfreude about it but. Um, that I don't talk about because I'm a good person. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm trying to just but, suffice it to say it was apples. Oh, and I'll totally talk about it. <laughs> totally I'm, jo- I'm joking. Talked uh, over my punchline on that one. They got enough physical altercation at walmart like it's beautiful um it's like an opera walmart. are they walmart people uh they were that night and they were uh, they yeah no it is it's 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 epic um they and then she got she she was yeah are they but, in the tire department no they were at the checkout and she ripped his shirt off of him so he was shirtless at walmart anyways that's just they are totally walmart people <laughs> not anymore they were now now he's with uh new baby mama and i like her a lot and we're friends but yes yeah, she was the one who drove who said she saw eyewitness the transform there's a transformer off of fulton road and she said she saw a spark and that catch on fire or maybe it wasn't that transformer it was like a different well that's what i wanted to talk What's about up with pg and e seems like everything in the world is caused by pg and e that's what we're talking about yeah. here because they're well what's interesting is the first thing that came out was they were kind of behind the heavy wind story in the beginning it turns out they had said when the fire started up, and they said it was from the arcing, the cables arcing, the transformers exploding, they claimed that the, the wildfires were raging because of hurricane-strength winds. So it was kind of a preemptive strike when it first started. They made that announcement. Mm-hmm. Then recently in the Mercury News, there was a reporter saying that he you know, he checked the math on this and went to the different weather stations that measure the wind, and first, I guess the criteria for be, for it being hurricane strength winds, it needs to be in excess of 75 miles an hour for a minute or more. Yeah. And when they went and checked the Tubbs fire, there was a gust at 929 when they said the fire first started, uh, 30 miles per hour 
Later went up to 41. So not Lasted hurricane. for a few seconds, yes. Not even close to hurricane. Yeah. Then the one in Napa, the Atlas fire, at that same time, it was only 32 miles an hour and actually went down to 30 by 10 o'clock. <laughs> right. But now a lot of people were saying there was a lot of wind there. So it's similar. And when yeah, you got the rolling the same hills, 75, you have Not 75 miles per hour. Right. I think it wasn't, it was a not helpful amount of wind i would i think that hurricane like strength of yeah i don't i think that is the, uh, obviously a deflection upon the yeah, part of pg and e exactly that's another word for lie and oh instantly that would be a category one by the way they're supposed to be designed to be able to handle category one mm-hmm. now i've said this also before which is because my dad worked for the pg and e his whole life mm-hmm. so i was from and i was a building contractor so they have what's known as direct burial cable you don't even need to put it in a conduit. You can just dig a hole and put yeah. the cable in there. Yeah. And for some reason, they continue. They haven't made it a thing to... They've known about this for 40 years. Hey, let's get started and put everything underground. Everything else is underground. Let's let's put it underground. Yeah, why don't we get rid of these ugly, ugly cable yeah. lines? It's ugly. It's dangerous. You have to be careful when you're, you know, if you're yeah. lifting stuff into places. The only thing they're good for is to know where the cocaine is when you throw the shoes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. <laughs> I get these alerts from the city uh-huh. when whenever there's like a some sort of police activity. And do you know how often I get alerts because there's a transformer that's blown? But they're well, all... that happens. I mean... Yeah, but... It seems like with with in San Francisco, it seems like weekly I'm getting alerts that transformers. Blow. Well, that was pretty much my dad's job was to go put out transformer fires because they blow the lid. They uh, they blow manhole covers. Is that off. because they're not maintaining the transformers? He never said. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, here's the thing: there's been suits before. They've they've paid. There was over 739 counts. Just in 1994 of negligence when it comes to making sure the trees were trimmed, making yep. sure the posts were... Yep. Wait, repeat the number again? No, I made it up. I can't remember oh. what I said. 700 let's see. something. 739 counts of negligence. Yeah, the company, they were fined $1.6 billion the San Bruno explosion. Well, yeah, I was going to say. But the one in 94 was a big deal because it turns out after the investigation, they had diverted... $80 million in maintenance into the big guy's pockets. Oh, wow. yeah. None Ugh. of them went to jail. None of them got fined. Well, of course fined. not. The, the company got fined. Therefore, our rates went up. Yeah. But that's the stuff. They should in. go to jail with the, equi- with the Equifax well, people. Well, that's the th- th- thing I found interesting about this is not so much the story, but the comments after the story. <laughs> oh, I love comments. Yes. Yes. That's the best part. <laughs> That's part of the story of the and it, comments. And it, co- it covered everywhere, everything from, uh, it got political, of course. There was also talk of, uh, I, I think even 911 Truthers got involved. Let's see here. Uh, looks like sabotage. That's what one guy said. Patricia Veravasio. R- 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 About, you mean. Looks like sabotage. The fires, this this last yeah, week? Yeah, she thinks okay. it's a new kind of terrorism. Okay. So she thinks we should lay off a of PG&E. Now, here was something I wanted to ask, because this was in one of the comments. I thought, you know what? That's true. I had mentioned how the trees, the, the, the leaves and everything seemed to be fine. Mm-hmm. And this woman said, Calistar, who I believe fought He-Man at one point. Okay. <laughs> uh, I also noticed the unburned trees and burned houses. But here's an observation. During the Valley Fire, my husband and I were in the burning zones. We noticed the power lines that hook utilities to the homes seemed to bring the fire straight into the homes. Whoa. Interesting. It was quite obvious after a while, so she figures PG&E and Cal Fire knew about it. She thinks maybe the, the cables themselves, the, the armor on the cables were flammable and bringing it, or it could have just been a, an arc fire that was coming right up those lines. 
But I thought that made a lot of sense. Right. If it is, that is the cause, and it goes right to the house, and the house burns down, all the trees around them, the ground cover and everything burns, but then it gets up to the bark on the trees. Right. And it doesn't have enough fuel. All right. So anyway, let's see. What else someone else I'm getting knots out of my hair. (laughs) My hair is dreading. So then another guy comes to their defense. So PG&E has been tried and convicted by the peanut gallery before a shred of evidence has been revealed. (laughs) You are right up there with Frank the Ambulance Chaser. And the San Jose Murky News. <laughs> <laughs> I love Who's that. Who's Frank the Ambulance Chaser? I think, uh, I think it was someone I didn't know. Oh, another didn't, comment. Yeah. yeah, another comment guy. <laughs> what a silly world. Yeah, like, exactly. What silly jobs? What a silly world we live in that we get to hear this guy. And, and then someone goes up, Patricia, she starts going off about fossil fuels. And then Joel, he's saying, let's let's put them behind bars. That's not going to happen. Uh, Patricia goes off more on fossil fuels no matter what Joel says. <laughs> and then uh, Bug Slayer. Uh-huh. That's a guy you might like. Oh, no, uh-huh. wait. You like bugs. Okay. Uh-huh. You need to remember who put the tar in the fake kryptonite when the weather satellite malfunctioned, causing worldwide devastation back in 87. That's a Superman 3 reference. Wow. So I think we found the answer. In any case... <laughs> PG&E's also getting sued here in the city. Right. They they did shoddy work and it ended in a in a landslide. And so oh yeah, I remember. A couple that. houses. Heard, yeah. yeah, they were talking about. So they the people have sued them. We there should was, sue PG&E for what? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so there's the lawsuit in there, and then of course there's a lawsuit for the by one of the families up in Santa Rosa. They they filed yesterday. Good. Right. Uh, a lawsuit against as who? well against PG&E. I think it was for like mm. eight hundred million. Wow. Whoa. Uh, for one see. family. Or is it, a, is it a class action? No, it's one, but they're looking for more people to join in. Mm. So the question is, is PG&E going to go out of business? I, maybe. I mean, I was talking to somebody about this today, and we were all like, they should. Like, I mean, yeah. that was kind of how we felt, like, between this and San Bruno. And then it's just too big. It's just, it's too... I, and I agree with... I think it's a... For, I don't know if utilities should be... for profit like that, that's a, that was what some people were saying well, i don't you know think what? there i think there are some things where we just want it to be really good and just for the good of it being good mm-hmm. so uh well the thing is it's not like you have to keep producing right. well, well, water turns the wheels you know and in some cases your radioactive little green rods heat the water or however it's being done that's all maintenance at this right. point they're not and clearly they're not putting anything under they're not doing any new construction what were you gonna say sweetie I was just going to say that I was thinking the other day that this is a good opportunity for everybody up there to go solar. And they rebuild those homes, just go solar. That's not a bad idea, too. I mean, I think that obviously alternative fuels are the future and that that the wind, solar, you know, the, the, or at least, you know, within balanced, I think what you were saying about putting the lines underground would be a great, we need those jobs too. Um, like, I was saying that. I said you said that. No, I thought you were looking at Babette. No, but I was well, pointing, I was pointing my, my, me, my, Chris, me, did you I see my credit. wafer hand? I was oh, pointing with my sorry. wafer hand <laughs> to you. But she's looking at me. The, my wolf, hand the wafer hand at the end of the arm that'll be doing a showcase uh, tomorrow night at the piano bar or piano fight. <laughs> Um, no, that, I, I agree. No. We've done a lot of things about alternative forms of producing energy and that they've got really good technology now, but people get in the way. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, at the end of this whole pg e story, they arrested an arsonist. No really? way. Yeah, they arrested an arsonist up in Santa Rosa. 
Uh, he had been coming out of a gully where there had a fire had been started. I don't. I I think the thing about arson too is it could have been both. That's I think there I'm were thinking. so many fires. I I, obviously, both. if you get which arsonists, it is a sexual yeah, they get thing. All excited, and so they probably see the fire and go, "Oh my gosh, the time is of the essence. Let's get to it." Mm-hmm. Well, can't you get that burning log on Netflix year round now? <laughs> all right. <laughs> You like the brrr thing, I've noticed. Is that your go-to? No. What is what? it? The recipe for a perfect Patreon campaign. <laughs> Take two heaping, t- <laughs> two heaping <laughs> tablespoons of love and add it to go to the Patreon commercial. You go to add Patreon. some raccoon blood and your favorite summer dress. <laughs> the Patreon campaign. If you go to patreon.com forward slash lousy San Francisco podcast... You're going to see what it's all about. We've got little, we've got, I like it. I do. We have special little, what are the, what are the things we have for them? Tears. Special tears. We don't have tears for them. You mean tears, T-I-E-R-S. T-I-E. Gotcha. Anyway, there's special tears, $1, $5, $25. You get special benefits. And we got the new Patreon page up at skmorton.com. Yes. We've got Lousy After Dark. Oh, yeah, that's You'll be able to enjoy it all. So check it out. If you can help us out, great. If not, you know, still tell people about it. No, and, uh, no, no, it's not good you're enough. Right, they I'm need not, to we, give us money. Hard Stop sell. being silly geese. Hard we come sell. out here week after week after week playing with Arizona cans. We need some real cash. That's right. So patreon.com forward slash. Do you forget where you are? I do sometimes. Time, time, nothing but time. <laughs> okay. Anyway, how about some good news? You want to hear some good news? Yeah, I do want to hear some good news. Okay. <laughs> Animals lived. Yay! Okay, so here's one of the stories. It's a great Pyrenees. His name was Odin. Good name, good yeah. name. He stayed behind to protect this one family, the, the Hendel family. Do you know them? Mm-mm, I okay. do not. The Hendel family had eight rescue goats, which right there, just call them oh, goats. Th- hey. Just call goats them goats. Can, I love goats. Goats can I rescue I know you love goats. And and yes, you, I what? No, they they don't like wear little. They're not like Saint Bernards, and they go dig people out of the snow. In other they words, do? they're like rescue dogs. Somehow they were good, bad things were happening to them before. The SBCA took them in, and then these people went and got the goats. Oh, these are not goats rescuing. Yeah, people. no, these are, these are not super oh. goats. <laughs> I thought they were rescuing people. Oh, no. these are rescued they all have little goats. Capes. Yes, yes, they're rescued. Like a they're res- rescued goats, well, not rescue well, goats. You, you know, people call them rescue dogs. No. They're rescued dogs. Will you back me up here, Samantha? I don't like goats, to be honest. I, I'm sorry. I, don't. I love goats. I'm. I'm. I've owned. I've owned them, goats. and they're. I'm bitter. They're so cute. <laughs> they're not that cute. The little goats. baby goats. That's what they sound like. They're little awful. baby goats. Uh, we're gonna, cute, if, if we ever get to this, we'll find out how she knows these. Don't things. you Blah. love baby goats? No. What? No. I mean, they're okay. I don't hate Have them. Have you watched videos of little cute baby I've goats? I had baby goats. We ate them. <laughs> you ate baby goats? Yes. Well, that's when they're most tender. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. Well, okay, so that wasn't even the whole issue. Oh I'm just saying, God. don't don't try, you know, you, don't be a hero, okay? You got some goats. Incidentally, these goats got left behind. Oh, no. You know, I've rescued the goats temporarily, and they left Odin with the goats. Odin's the little dog. Odin's the dog, the Great Pyrenees. Yeah, those are the that's a the dog protects the herd. Right. Oh. So we what they said, what the Hendels said 
was that they were forced to leave Odin behind because he was Aww. determined to stay with the ghosts. They're beautiful. They're beautiful dogs, by I'm the looking way. Looking them up now. They're Let's beautiful. See. The point is, Odin stayed with the goats and rescued the yeah, goats. Yeah, what were they trying to reason with him? Come on, Odin. Mm-hmm. I know you like these goats. That's what mm-hmm. Mr. Hendel sounded like. I Why didn't the they just blow in the goats? That's what I'm saying. Why didn't they didn't they... care that much. But they I mean, because they are goats. On the animals. So anyway, they all lived. <laughs> Did, oh, good. But I'm in- glad interestingly the goats... enough, I'm, though... I'm glad the goats lived. Interestingly enough, after <laughs> the fire swept through, they, they go and they them. find Odin and the goats, and they go, oh, Odin and the goats, and they took off, and they didn't get to see him again for another two days. Because they know you can't trust the handles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so Odin and the goats ran away? Odin and the goats. Where'd they go? They're a jazz fusion group. <laughs> Where did they go? They just ran off into the woods again. They ran off into the woods. This was there a, a children's picture? story? Was there a picture of Odin and the yes, goats? Yes, there was a picture of Odin <gasps> oh, and the goats. Awesome. Oh, okay, you want to hear about Izzy, the Burmese mountain dog? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, again, cool story. I love these names. They leave them, which you can understand. I mean, I love animals, but if I'm if I've only got time to save my family, I'm probably probably remember that going to take <laughs> my family first, or maybe they can't find them, or whatever the deal is. Okay, they leave Izzy behind, but then. After the fires have gone through, they go up and they find, and they're, they actually, Izzy was not their first uh, order of business. They wanted to go see if their mother-in-law's house was burned down. And so there's about a three and a half, almost four minute video of them walking up the hill, talking about, I don't see the house, I don't see the house. When they get up to the part where there's nothing but a gate and everything is everything else is gone, you hear him going, Izzy, Izzy, and Izzy comes out. Whoa. From the, you know, he's there and they're like, oh, Whoa. Izzy. The problem I have, that's all great. The only problem I have is it was a four-minute video, three minutes and 52 seconds were them walking up the hill, breathing heavy. <laughs> when they when Izzy comes out, like, like, Izzy! And then, boom, the video's over. It's like Dynasty. Yeah, they did, very they much. They need to edit an episode of Dynasty. They need to edit it like the Christian the Lion video, you know, where the guys reunite with the lions. Yes, but they had, yes. like, music, yeah. and they had, like, they never thought they'd see this lion again. Oh, my God, it's the lion. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, also, the Chubby Stray Chihuahua, another go- little golden book. What was book. his name? Uh, I don't know. His, well, they didn't have chubby, a name. What chubby was, Stray is This woman name? in Coffee Park. You're not articulating your words. His name is Chubby Stray. The t- no. chubby, chubby stray chihuahua. Oh, the chubby. I'm gonna get Shantuan. Comma the stray, the stray chihuahua. chubby chihuahua. Okay, thank the you. The stray yes, chubby thank chihuahua. You. Okay. All right, I'm just gonna run through these. Anyway, the there was a woman in coffee park that got these fat lost. chihuahua yeah. all over the place. I love she, a fat she looked for him or her. Looked for her uh, when the fire started. She couldn't find her. They went back. It turned out during the fire she had, she had babies. Had no, she wasn't way. chubby. She was. Oh, yes. She was pregnant. Yeah. And then, of course, the 200-pound tortoise in Napa. He was saved. He didn't have a name. But here's the one that I thought I was going to have you try to get a hold of Aphrodite. I already sent her a text. Oh, did you? Yes. Uh, Aphrodite is the spokesperson for Safari West. She might be working pretty hard up there. Uh, Are you familiar with Safari West? I am familiar with Safari West. Oh, you are? Oh, that's right, because you're up in the air. You know the whole thing. I used to work for the Charles Schultz Museum as their administrative coordinator, so I actually think I might have interacted with Didn't Aphrodite before. that caught fire? No, no that did, did not. He did have a fire. His studio burned down, but not this. As far as I can tell, the museum is fine. Yeah, they okay. said the house is gone, but he had some okay, some, knew, some pieces something. in the oh, house. The new, the new, the, oh, Jane Schultz. Did you, Jane, did you, oh, did the, oh. Yeah, the second wife. Yeah, she uh, I, she used to be my boss. I don't know why I can't Schultz. Wow, she yeah, well, he's the third. Ra- yeah, she, I, that's that's awful that her house. I, I actually have been to that house. Yeah, um, yeah it was a lovely house. Burned. 
she was very kind of minimalist person not that that justifies anything like that but she's not she's such a that woman is a strong woman (laughs) that though it makes ugh, just got the gravity of that now (laughs) it's awful uh that's awful because the i believe the archives that we have are all fireproof at the museum so that what we have because we because his studio burned down before actually if you read the strips of this when his studio burned down they're really tragic so i'll have to send to send Jean, Jean Schultz. Um, I'll have to send her a card. Okay. Well, in any case, Peter Lang, the guy who started Safari West, he, um, Sunday night, got everyone out of there and stayed behind by himself, saved all thousand animals. Are you kidding me? He worked all night pulling hoses, driving over Why little spot fires. Why did he have somebody stay with him to help him? He didn't want anyone to get hurt. Those are nice He's 77 people. years old. Wow. He's driving over fires, trying to put them out with his tires, with his own boots. He was oh. climbing over a fence to to whisk some, whisk, is that the word to use? Some endangered antelopes into another part of the thing to get away from fire. He saved the hyenas and the cheetahs mm. and watched his house and the other three outbuildings on his property burn. But he How? saved the animals. Yeah. Where did he put these animals? He just kept corralling them, you know, take, take them from one spot where they are and move them over to all another one. Himself? And all night long, he was driving around the around the, around the grounds. And we've been on that thing. Yeah. Those are big grounds. And it's hilly. And some parts, you know, you're, you're four-wheeling it and the, and the whole thing. And, and no one stayed to help him? They came back the next day as soon as they could, several of the people who worked there. And they've been with wow. them all week. And uh, there was amazing. one structure that did stay. Wow. Now, the by the way... Uh, you have yurt experience, is that correct? I do. I have yurt experience. Okay, because I thought I saw a picture mm-hmm. of you and a yurt, mm-hmm. and like building a yurt, mm-hmm. and then I went back to look for it and I couldn't find it. No, it's true. I have okay. a yurt. Okay. So they had yurts uh, up. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you've been to, you You were at this. You know what was up there. So apparently one of those is still around, so they got somewhere to live right now while oh, they're so rebuilding. All of, the, all of the yurts burned? Um, No. Now that I'm mentioning it, maybe none of them did. But in any case, they got a place to live I'm for so a while. Glad he was able to save down. the animals. I yeah, was worried. My yurt, yeah. yurts. I'm not happy that they their their houses burnt down. But uh, in terms of a yurt, it's a very comfortable. Uh, a lot of them can be quite comfortable. Yeah. So. I wanted to live in one. I love Until we stayed in one. I love yurts. No, I just if you can keep the restroom warm, then I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you know, we got other fires. There's the Santa Cruz, the Bear Fire now it's going yeah. on, and a yurt burned down there just yesterday. Oh, no. But that's why I started looking for yurts. I'm like, oh, it must have been somebody else. I must have been wrong. Nope. I, I, I definitely lived in a yurt. Okay. Now, I wanted to say this because I know you've got a show to do at 8 o'clock Yes, tonight. I do. And it took us longer. Well, let's be honest. You were just I, 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 I talk a lot. But I wanted to get to know you better. Right. Now, you know we've only got 13 shows left. All right, right. Do you think we can get you back in here another time? For sure, and maybe absolutely. Maybe we'll get a couple of you guys that claim to be funny, and we'll have a, we'll have like a. I, yeah, I would be more than happy to. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, because we'd like to get to know more, uh, and we've you know just talking before the show, found out some stuff about you. It was really yeah. cool, and like we had stuff in you common. You know what? What? This could be part one. Very good, sweetie. <laughs> now let me guess. After that would be part two. <laughs> yes. I'm so smart. You guys okay. are cute. <laughs> so maybe because she's a hippie. <laughs> redneck and hippie. She's, and she's <laughs> a redneck hippie who's in love with Paul Newman and Teddy Roosevelt. There you yep. go. But honestly, though, all the presidents in a knife fight. Theodore um, Roosevelt, 100%. You, th- you think he'd be Andrew Jackson? <sighs> yeah. Wow, we're going to have to have this discussion later. Yeah, I would I'm gonna, I would vote. Uh, yeah, that guy got shot and kept on talking. <laughs> yeah, but Jackson was in like 
27 duels. Yeah, but I think I think Theodore could take That's it. That's true. He did. He kept he kept the speech he going kept after. Speech going yeah, he after was got pretty shot. Bad, yeah. He was a bad. He yeah. was one, he was a he was a he was a bad, you know what? Uh, but you're also an outdoorsy person. You've had. I wanted to ask you about the pig farm and your, yeah. your time. And just recently, Babette discovered the community garden in Fort Mason. Oh, cool! And I wanted to have, have a little good conversation about that. But we just don't have the time for this. So you are invited back as soon as you can come. Absolutely, I will definitely come back. Okay, cool. And then we'll get to know all the funny and happy stuff, and and rebuilding will begin. Yeah. And then we can. And we I'll can have more information good. about how the fundraiser turned out. Oh, so good. Okay, that'll cool. be good. All right. Oh, sweetie, you didn't say what you need to say. You didn't give me a chance to. All right. Well, what do you want to say? It's getting late. I'm tired. We should go home. All right. I like it when you <laughs> like do that. I left my heart in San Francisco. Okay. Well, hey, first we want to thank the throng. Thank you guys for listening. I know uh, Samantha can be a little long-winded. I'll do my best to cut that up and then make it more Eloquent is what he meant to say. Eloquent. (laughs) And thank you very much for coming. Thank you for having me. I had a much better time than I thought I would. Oh, that's... And you know what? Right back at you. (laughs) Uh, Now, remember, we've only got 13 shows left, unless you can somehow save the show by telling everyone, and we become more popular than this American life. So tell as many friends as you can. Think of it... Hey, just like Herbalife. Um, <laughs> you can email the podcast at skmortonpodcast at gmail. Remember the Amazon button. We forgot to do a commercial for Bridal Fitness Coach. Everybody knows about it by now. 415-317-6827, bridalfitnesscoach.com. Make a commitment. Ding. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, Samantha, she you know you host Cheaper Than Therapy. Uh, I produce it. Oh, I you produce it. Pro- no, just the Sunday showcase. Okay, so at Cheaper and Ther- Than Therapy at the Shelton Theater in Union Square. Every she Sunday. produces the Sunday showcase. Go see it. It's 7 p.m. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. You should all be ashamed of yourself. When I come home to you, San Francisco. Your golden sun will shine for me. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. I've got a plan. I'm going to find oomph. Gonna oomph the crap out of this. Oh my gosh, the time is of the essence. Let's get to it. You ate baby goats? I have two different sets of Vietnamese friends. I mean, it's not like Pokemon gotta collect them all. Well, she's probably got a good five minutes on buggy whips. Don't you hate phosphates? I was talking about something deep and profound. I'm getting knots out of my hair. Around the horn, Mr. Christian. Jeff, who just has a backhoe and decided to create a water slide in his backyard. Paul Newman spit. We could have sharks and cleaner fishes all the time. I know uh, the only black people in Cloverdale. Do these people have jobs? Germans. Oh, no. And I'm like, ah! He's just as terrible. Was terrible. I mean, he still is kind of always terrible. What were you going to say, sweetie? I love goats. Blah!